From the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker, we're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. Live. Welcome back to the channel, guys. It is a very, 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 very fun show that we have in store for you today. We are sponsored by the wonderful people at Tusk. Tusk is a cryptocurrency focused on the firearms market. Check them out at TUSC.network. Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three-second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet. With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e-commerce needs. For gun guys, buy gun guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution. Yes, yes, we are back. We I also have a locals at locals.johncrump. Uh, sorry. Johncrump.locals.com. Sorry, I'm trying to do like a thousand different things at one time, and Rich is screwing with me behind the stage. He is uh, putting up all these banners and everything else because, you know, he's rich. All right, let's go ahead and bring him on, Rich the Flying Man. How's it going, John? Not you bad. Did you have a good show yesterday? What? Yeah, did you have a good show yesterday? Yeah, it was, it was great. It was like a breath of fresh air. It, it seemed like something was missing that made it better. Um, <laughs> no, just joking. I'm, I miss you, Rich. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, out to a political thing with my wife, and uh, Melissa Martz was there, so I got to chat with her. That was nice. Yeah, get her in touch with me. I can help her out with yeah. uh, the things that she is looking for. And we also have, you guys, not going to believe this, this is a huge, huge thing. He is the celebrity of all celebrities, the gun guy of all gun guys, the saint himself. The guy that we all bow down to. Everyone, drop to your knees for the one, the only, the man himself, the saint of unfinished firearms and 3D printing, Jordan FN Venro. Hi, Jordan. What's up, guys? <laughs> Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> Ah, so, not a problem. I, I got like a hundred questions about stuff that happened in the last, well, this weekend and Monday. You know, what's uh, you know what the funny thing is? It, you know, I'm really sure what the hell is going on because if you read the role, it will say one thing, one place. Oh, you, you know what? It, you, know what it, you know what it's like? I think they had like thirty. They had like thirty people work on it, and they all threw their work together, and they did right. not read it through to. To reconcile their differences. Uh, can, could you believe if this was your work, if you, let's say you or your team was in charge of producing that, what, 364-page document, I would expect to be fired. Right. I yeah. would, a hundred, I'd be like, oh, Jesus, they didn't say that. You know, I, I absolutely would expect to be fired. Yeah, I couldn't imagine having the team write up a, a description for a product or something or, you know, a blog post. And it's just a mumbled jumbled mess uh, that says four different things, three different ways and, you know, all within a page or two. So it's, it's very confusing. I'm glad I have uh, Rob Olson to confuse me even more whenever I talk to him. So yeah, you cannot call him Rob Olson. Jordan. I'm sorry. I you know what you need to call him, right? Street name. He, chicken farmer. Chicken farmer. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I just talked to I talked to him today uh, about some stuff that I can't talk about. Good. Yeah, that's, it's funny. We uh, we're on. I was on the phone with Rob and and Jordan, so he was trying to clear up 
information. He's like, yes, and uh, I need this information, blah, blah, blah. But I can't tell you why I need it. I just need yeah. it. Yeah, and then started to tell me why, and you had to cut him off. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a good listener, Rob. You can tell me. Yeah, <laughs> that is right. true. For uh, the sake of like the law, the you know the different things that are coming up. Yeah, technically, you're not supposed to know. So, yeah, just making sure. Um, Another thing is that talking to Rob, a lot of times people ask me, oh, what do you think this, what do you think uh, this strategy is going to be? I'm like, I I cannot comment on this because I hoped (laughs) work on some of the stuff. Do you think they're going to do this? I'm like, yeah, I know what they're going to (laughs) do. Hey, I don't have to know what they're doing as long as they do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. He is uh, a machine, man. He's working on that, getting it pumped out, working like like 12, 16-hour days on it. So I I prepared a game. Hold hold on, Rich. You know why he's trying to get it all done? I mean, so we can get a going on vacation. File? No, uh, no, we're gonna yeah, the lawsuit filed, but his wife is having a baby. Like, oh, that's right, right, right. Yeah, but but Stephen Stemboli is a freaking uh, incredible attorney too. He's the guy that won the Hawaii the Hawaii case. Yeah, yeah. He is like Rob's back backup. So when you have like Stephen Stemboli as your backup, that's pretty right. damn good. Yeah. You know, the ATF is so, like, haha, Rob's gone. Can, like, can we play a game? I, I got a game ready for us to play. You guys ready? Dude. Sure, I guess. Okay, what's this? Probably going to get us shut off on YouTube, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's Stop, like... Rich. I, I'm reading through, and I'm like, huh... So this is still okay, right? Yeah, but that's okay. That's not okay. <laughs> it's like... Who knows, dude? I, what I found interesting is they talked more about talking about clarifying readily convertible than clarifying what readily convertible was. There were more paragraphs talking right. about that they're going to define readily convertible than actual text clarifying what readily convertible was. Right. You know, uh, I'm like, they say that to clarify, you know, they, this commenter had this question. So to clarify that, and then it rambles on for a page or two of nothing. We're going to clarify it, but we're not really going to clarify it because we are the ATF. Right. I'm I, I kind of go like as far as the ATF is concerned, strict constitutional, there there should be no such thing. It should be gone. Oh, by the way, the ATF should be a convenience store. By the way, if you guys want to see an awesome, awesome Turkish shotgun, just go to my locals at johncomp.locals.com. I, that's going to be my new my new go to Turkish Shotgun. <laughs> Ron Wang's got a great quote. <laughs> it makes as much sense as the current president. Uh, yeah, I was waiting for good old Joe uh, to you know pull out a Dremel and start going at it. <laughs> oh, oh well, one thing. Can I just show you one thing? Um, if you go to my locals, uh, um, com, they have an awesome deal on this. There's an awesome deal on this Turkish shotgun. It's like uh it's like three forty nine or something like that. Three forty nine ninety nine. That's cool. It's my new Turkish wow. shotgun. Check that out. Keymod, 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 keymod. <laughs> Is key-mod? that keymod? No. <laughs> Oh, that's sad. But check that out. Is that not badass? Or... 
they they're stepping it up at least on their battle worn you know the uh the, then again it looks like every other uh turkish bullpup shotgun okay i'm either gonna get that or let me show you the other thing that i'm thinking about buying and uh you guys out there in the audience can vote on it um and let me know what you guys is that just a remington 870 clone and a bullpup chassis uh, maybe I don't know. No, it's semi, right? No, no, that's a semi. So it's not an eight seventy uh, clone. Yeah. Or, uh, I I wouldn't you guys to vote on it. I think I could put up a poll, right? All right, let's let's do this. I'm, I'm gonna go over here. I'm gonna put up a poll, and you guys can decide <laughs> like which one I get. Either the Turkish bullpup shotgun. Or pick whatever is the worst looking. Please don't. Which one I get? <laughs> oh, let me put up this poll. Uh, the Turkish. Pick Bodie McBoatface. Oh yeah. Or let me just hold on. <laughs> ah. Or I will get. Let me just remove that. Stop sharing. Or this. Both links are, um, if you're looking for, like, the um, the links to them, they're both on my uh, locals at johncomp.locals.com. Oh, dude, get the shotgun. I, I have never been a fan of that look, that Masterpiece Firearms look. They actually have a 5.7 in that version. That's the only 5.7 I don't want to own. Yeah, I like the shotgun. All right. You made that one too easy, John. I don't know, man. So, Jordan, uh, you filing for unemployment in 120 days, or you know? Uh, no, Jordan never. is like freaking. <laughs> Jordan is like. Uh, I'm going to 80 percent even harder. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let me ask you a couple of questions because I, I I know you and Bob went over a lot of this stuff really hard. So the MUP one, the FCU is the only thing that needs to be serialized, not the grip it goes into. Yeah, from what I can read. Yeah, for, that's what I read, Because it said too. something about the yeah. outermost, and I'm like, wait a second? Yeah, but I think it, it said in another spot. I, I think it said in another spot, as long as it's not obstructed and it's clearly visible, I think yeah. is kind of the point. Yeah, so, so there's a window, obviously, on the P320 grip modules that would show the, the serial number, um, but we don't deal with serial numbers, so I don't care. So now I'm not sure... I, I haven't really reread in, with with this in mind. If if I have, hold on, I got to get it out for demonstration purposes. Is it legal in 120 days to sell just this? Don't know. I say it probably is. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. No one's really sure. We're not really sure. And every time I talk to Rob, I'm like, hey, like, so Bob has read almost this entire thing. Uh, and, you know, we talk about certain points and stuff as he comes up with whatever. And and then Rob will randomly call me as if he knows we're talking about it. And I'll be like, hey, on page whatever, you know, 185, it says this, this, or this. He's like, yeah, but then did you see on page 192 that it says this? So we don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's kind it. of our thought. Yeah, that's kind of the industry's thought, too. I talked to Lauren at Polymer 80 um, and some other guys that they think as long as you're selling just the receiver, so just that Polymer 80 grip that you showed, uh, and no other, not nothing with it, it could be it could be okay. Don't take So I shouldn't for, throw out the uh, fr- the, the jigs? Keep the jigs. So that's out. another thing I was telling my wife last night is that there's, you know, I don't know how many jigs are out there, but... You know, they're technically not reusable, but they kind of are. Um, and so here's a thought that I had today, or maybe it was yesterday. I was, I was talking to Bob, too. It kind of jumped into my brain. You know how uh, Apex has a like a vice block, like a punch block or, or whatever you'd want to call it for like a Smith & Wesson or a Glock where it, it sets you up. You set your receiver into that. You can punch the pins out. And it give, it's oh, like, okay. Yeah. You know, like an armorer's tool. So mm-hmm. that's obviously not a jig. But you could probably make that work on something. So is that tool now considered a jig? 
You know, it's 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 a very convoluted so mess. Uh, what what if you sell the grip module piece of plastic in a 3D STL file? We've talked about the... that too. Yep, we've talked about that as well. So I don't know. Uh, we, we just don't know. I mean, the way I read it, that would be okay, but I'm not going to be the test subject. Um, yeah. One, I think Crumb really... volunteered for that. Yo, yeah. one, of the, one of the things that they did is they like revoked like letters. That's right. messed up. So in, in one section, um, Iconic Industries, I don't know if you're familiar with them or not. They, uh, they make a, like some pretty wild AR-15 and AR-10 and AR-9 uh, 80% receivers. Really kind of custom looking, super cool. So he and I talked a little bit. He's been in this business for just about as long as I have or whatever. So he, he's, he's pretty knowledgeable and he, he reads this stuff to death. And uh, we had that conversation today too, that it, it revokes previous determinations, but it also calls out that AR-15 80% that we know it today are, are still fine because the fire control group pocket is not drilled, which they, they describe that in one of the yeah. pages that I was reading. So, yeah. and then the next paragraph, it says all 80% letters are revoked. So, <laughs> you know, like you said, it's, it's 20 different people writing this document and then copy and pasting it into a master document with nobody reading it before they publish it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Trump live at the beach next to Biden's beach house. He should go talk. Well, actually, Biden's beach house is like like a minute or so away from my beach house. <laughs> so I technically could go to Biden's beach house. But they have, uh, so yes, so Biden and I are beach houses. I guess I'm Biden's neighbor at his. No, Biden's your neighbor. Biden is my neighbor at my uh, my third house. <laughs> so yeah, one of my houses, yeah, Biden is technically my neighbor. I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> means Secret Service ran another report on you. Probably. Oh, crap. We got to sell the house now. <laughs> I'm yes, just I'm ho- seeing, uh... hoping to see him run down the beach or something. I don't know. Oh. Someone well, he can't run. Beach He'd be chair. pushed in a beach wheelchair. In, yeah. yeah, beach wheelchair. Somebody... So I see lunatic riders out there, and he says that he read that um, you're allowed to still build at home. And that that's the key takeaway here. Yeah, that's you... kind of the starting point. Is yeah, that you are. Home building is still permitted. Uh, with no documentation, no serial numbers, you know, of course, following your local law, but federally that's not changing. So that's, that's a win. Um, so when this first hit, you know, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do and, and where to start to try to back into where we fit and where our products fit or where new products would fit within this rule. If nothing changes, if it goes through as is, um, you know, the first thing we picked up off of this is that home building is still, still fine in, in the way that we see it today. Um, you know, the difference being where does that start with what product or what form of that product does it start in? So like my P320, you know, they call it AK flats. Uh, I think Ting Ting's saying something about AK flats there. So AK um, flats are okay. Yeah. They call that out as being okay specifically. Um, so our, our P320, we have, we've had designs from the beginning for the, the MUP one to be a flat if they wouldn't approve it. Um, Whoa. A, a flat piece of steel. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm confident we can create some kind of bending jig, whether in a hydraulic press or beat it with a hammer is, is how we do it right now. But um, I'm confident we can get that to go from a flat to what you need it to be um, at home. So the jig will be more robust, but the MUP one itself will be you know, very inexpensive because it's a laser cut piece of steel. So um, you know, we, we have that waiting in the wings once we figure out what we can actually do. And, you know, I don't like to spend money on developing something unless we see a path to, yeah. to producing and selling it. So, uh, we haven't done anything with it cause we got approved with the, the current production run of the, of the MUP ones. So. Uh, I think the MUP one would be okay. Cause you have to yeah, like hammer it and stuff like right. that. So we agree with that also. We think that we're going to be safe there and the P365, which I know everybody's talking about. And I'm, I, feel terrible that it's been delayed as long as it has, but we feel that that's going to be okay too. So um, we're still pushing forward with that. We are cutting a new mold um, 
to kind of fix some of the, the errors in the in the previous uh, models. So um, so we'll we'll end up bringing that out as well. Um, I, I think we'll be safe there. Uh, and we don't have, there's no jig available for the 365 right now. We have some designs, but nothing has been produced. So I can't send a jig that doesn't exist for determination as well. So that's part of the the new determination. There you go. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so for my I, wife. I think, yeah. I think we're still going to have 80%. Um, I think they're going to be in a much different form or potentially a different form than what we're used to and have been used to for the past you know, I don't know what's it been 40 years that, that you know, AR-15s have been produced at home in a similar, similar way. So um, jigs may have to be sold from a separate website or a separate company. Uh, it's kind of something else is kind of a, a theory that we, we have. Um, and I don't know if that's going to be like Jordan Vinro cannot own jsdjigs.com and sell stuff there. Um, if it, if that has to be owned by somebody else totally or, you know, if a separate LLC is okay. Uh, they talked a little bit about conspiracy uh, that Rob pointed oh, out. So I got to read that a little bit closer to see. Um, you know, part part of this whole deal is that we we comply with the law. The whole reason we're in business and that this market even exists is because this falls within the law that has already been created. So we're not some vigilante group that um, is trying to just create chaos and havoc. We, we are following the law to a T. Um and so if they're going to create new law, we don't like that. We think it's a, a huge overstep uh, on, on the process the United States has in place. But um, we're, we're going to follow that law, too. And we're going to create something that falls within that law uh, to continue to provide home building, uh, you know, a home building space for, for the people that want to do that. Whether it's 3D printing, whether we advance some things in, in that market or others, there's tons of great guys in that community, too. So um, there's always going to be home builds. They, they, uh, they doubled down on that with this new rule change that, that home building is still OK. Um, and they still permit us, I guess, if you want to say to, to home build. It's just a matter of how you're going to start that, whether it's a spool of material or it's a commercially produced product that does not meet this new crazy fake definition of what is or is not a firearm. Yeah, but they didn't really give a definition. Well, That's the whole time. Right, right. But what they did say that I see a lot of people saying that you have to serialize the upper and lower the AR-15. If you read no. it, it specifically says that only one part of the firearm has to be serialized. And I've been saying this for months that yeah. uh, that basically what they're trying to do is because you know Dan O'Kelly keeps on beating him in court. They're saying whatever we say is the firearm is the firearm. That's what that was the whole entire point. Right. All right. So somebody's asking if Jordan is going to produce a 10 millimeter or 45 ACP. There is. It's the PF 45. Yep. Yeah, we have the uppers. I don't know if we're in stock right now. The website's been going crazy. I, I can't tell what? you what we do or don't have. So I, I need an upper. Yeah. So I don't know what we have, but we've, we've had them in the past. We've had them as early you know up to the last week we've had them in stock so yeah oh, okay I, I just bought a uh another uh p80 kit from jsd supply which you can go to jsdsupply.com and you can buy all your gun building needs yeah i, I just bought it there's a gun show this week and i hope my stuff comes in time that i ordered a bunch of stuff uh, yeah hopefully but got a question is this lawful to possess in washington dc oh um I no don't know. they get to stay on that no 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 what? Uh, are you telling me joe biden's a criminal yeah well that too yeah uh now that that uh there is a law heller D- dick heller is suing yeah I, I thought that went through it did not go through yet. hold on i don't know maybe it did i i'm trying to keep track i gotta call rob <laughs> i know we were on the- <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> uh, we were on a call, and it was somebody just rambling on for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about that, John. And Rob texted me. He was like, can you believe that we're getting paid to be on this? Yeah, you, 
Mm. Can't really talk about that. No, I'm not going to talk about it. It was funny. It had nothing to do. It was just something, a funny story about Rob that popped into my head. But yeah, uh, yeah. So far, Rob Pinkett's in the house. Yeah, so far the uh, Turkish shotgun is winning by fifty four percent on your locals. Yeah, yeah. That that was. I really don't want the. I don't, I don't know. If, well, I guess it's my left shoulder hurt. I've been shooting today for the first time in like months. No, yeah, so you said that. How's your shoulder? Uh, it still hurts, but it's like just pre. It's like pre op pain right now in another few weeks it should stop hurting totally yeah but, are you shooting pistol or rifle pistol i'm not shooting rifle oh yet. so pistol was hurting no but no it just hurts it's just you know they cut a freaking part of my bone off yeah so, <laughs> so yeah so it's all right uh it's been i'm six weeks out from the surgery um so a few more weeks so, all right, Rob uh, brought us back to uh, Bear Arms and Bitcoins. And uh, so was was this your first event there, Jordan, or have yeah, you been there our, before? No, this is our first time at, at that at that event, yeah. Yep. So what what are your takeaways from that? Um, so they, they, I think it's more of a uh, privacy and, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, Bitcoin or, or internet money is... Uh, as I call it, I guess uh, it's it's more focused on that type of thing, which is great, and you know coincides with with private gun making as well. I'm just not big into it. I, I just I'm not you know I'm not been focused on any of the tech side of of this type of thing. So a lot of it was over my head. Yeah, Freedom and Technology Conference. Thanks, Mr. Snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of the I was he he might have been the keynote speaker. He at least was in my heart this weekend. Mr. Snow was. Uh, one of the speakers there and uh, he was on a gun panel. Um, So I, because of, you know, where I exist in this industry, I I would have liked to have seen the gun panel go for a little bit longer. Um, And they they had a ton of, uh, you know, Bitcoin and and wallet security things and cell phone security and um, different things like that. So it was very informative. It was, it was tons of solid information I just get lost in the the technical things that they were talking about. But that's why you have Bob. Yeah, I'm just not into it. Um, but yeah, a bunch of people were were great there. Um, and then the, the uh, kind of the exhibit hall was kind of like a show and tell and, and that sort of thing. Uh, there was probably fifty fifty between you know the the cyber guys and the three D print home built firearms guys. So that was, that was cool to see that representation there. Um, a couple guys talking about, uh, I print guns was talking about, uh, homemade or, uh, you know, 3d printed suppressors and, and the different technologies that they've incorporated into that, which I found that very interesting. Um, and then chairman Juan was there showing off a lot of his, uh, stipple, stipple patterns and, and kind of where he's at, in, in the space and how he fits into there. Um, Cody Wilson was there. He gave a grandiose speech that uh, I don't know what he said, but people, I didn't know what he said here. either. <laughs> so it was good. Um, but John, can you call Cody and find out if Cody knows what he said? I was talking to Cody and uh, <laughs> Cody was like, I'm supposed to be meeting for Jordan for dinner, but I'm at the wrong hotel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to spend some more time with him, talk talk some business uh, at dinner. But, uh, you know, we're both pretty busy, and he ended up going to the wrong place. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what I heard. <laughs> that's what I heard. So I was like, that. So I talked to Jordan a little bit. I was like, oh, Cody's going to probably be late because I think he's at the wrong hotel. Um, yeah. You know what I think? I think uh, Jordan went down there just to drive supercars. Mm-hmm. How did that happen, man? Did you guys all rent the different supercar? Yes, we go on Turo. So Turo.com. And uh, it's like like Airbnb for cars, basically. So you rent out your private car to lunatics like me and Bob. And uh, so Bob was going to get just some normal car that we would typically get when we go to these events. I'm like, you know what? It's Miami. Let's go all out. My wife came with me. So, like, you know, I got to show off for her. 
So I ended up renting a McLaren and he rented a Porsche. His was convertible, which I wish I wish I would have had a convertible because that was pretty cool. You, um, you know, you're you're follicular or clean shaven, so you don't necessarily want a convertible in Miami. Yeah, well, I can put a hat on maybe. Dude, I love <laughs> I, I love the McLaren. Um, that's my son's yeah. favorite car. We just go and we walk around the McLaren lot because yeah. of a different McLaren dealership. And they have uh, at any time between fifty and a hundred McLarens out on their lot, so you're just like walking through, you're like five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand, yeah. seven hundred thousand, yeah. five hundred thousand. It's like they're like a hundred million dollars worth of inventory cars. on that. That's got to be murder having that sitting there. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, you know, the the interest on the yeah. the oof, the cost of money for that. So I, I, if you rent one of these cars, it's like you only go 60 miles an hour. Do they deprogram it or it's like old? So, so uh, it depends. I mean, the, the, they can, I guess. So, you know, some cars that are capable of that. I thought mine was detuned because I like kind of stepped on it to pass some people. And it kind of really like, ah, that's not great, you know. And so mm-hmm. I flipped the little switch to track and it said something about you have to activate it. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. that kind of things. Well, then later oh, okay. on, I looked and there's an activate button. So you hit the activate button, click it over to track mode, and and off you go. So oh, it was okay. like driving a go kart. It was it was it was <laughs> awesome. So yeah, they're kind of expensive on Toro though. This one wasn't too bad. Yeah, I mean it was expensive. Yeah, but it wasn't awful. I when I went down to uh, well, somewhat expensive. When we went down to the IB eighty eighty eight shoot. I decided yeah. not to. Um, I do not own the McLaren dealership, but it was actually cheaper on Toro. And John's wife owns the McLaren dealership to rent a, <laughs> a like a like a like a Porsche 911 twin turbo. Yeah, than to rent from like Hertz because I guess um, yeah, that's crazy. Because I guess because the inventory was low, so yeah. I was gonna. So I was like thinking about doing that, but then I was like, it. I'm a, I'm a GOA money here. I don't want to be showing up at a gun event <laughs> in a Porsche 911 twin turbo. Well, People first like, off, yeah. you don't want to drive that the the back road up to that range in a 911. That's not 911. Oh, I, I I wouldn't want to drive my Genesis Coupe up that road. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, so I got a little Honda. Yeah. But honestly, it would have probably been. Um. Yeah, it probably would have been cheaper, but it was just like one of those things where it's like the optics would not be good. So it yeah. it would you know paying yeah. like two dollars more, which is what it came out to for something that had better <laughs> optics. Yeah, yeah, That's the optics funny. probably weren't good on this when I pulled in, but you know I, I wanted to have some fun. So. Dude, dude, you're hey, a business owner. Yeah, what the heck? How how often? It, and it's kind of like. All right, I, I got like the ultimate you should have done that story. My friend, I, I grew up in New York on Long Island. My friends were at a party and ended up hanging out all night long with Dickie Betts and Dan Aykroyd. So it was the, the two of them and like these two guys and their wives. And then, you know, Dan Aykroyd's like, hey, let's go to breakfast. Everybody's like, nah, we got to go to work in the morning. We're going home. It's like, Colin sick. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Take a selfie. That's your that's your note, you know? Well, this is pre-selfie. This is, you know, oh, in the okay. 80s. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, you only live once. You're, you're not going to have that opportunity again. It's, it's like, I've done that where I'm driving, you know, I got about 4 a.m. or something like that. I'm driving to New York, and I see the sun rising, and there's, like, mist in the field, and I've got my DSLR next to me. I'm like, yeah, we'll and I've never seen that again. I'm like, I should have grabbed, you know, jumped out yeah. there yeah. And, and snapped a few. I was like, yeah. damn. I'm like, yeah, it was that, gorgeous. That kind of happened to me once whenever I was working selling semi-trucks and JSD was just getting off the ground. I was taking my girls to a football game because they were cheerleaders. And uh, we're driving down this backcountry road and there's a pretty good-sized bear in this field. And we were running a little bit late because I run late everywhere. I thought, you know what, I'm pulling over. You know, they're not going to remember this cheerleading event. They're going to remember this giant bear in the middle of a field. So from that point on, if I see something cool, I'm pulling over and just checking it out. So yeah, yeah. You know, there's nothing I'm doing that you know I'm not saving lives. If nobody's going to die if I get there late, whatever. I'm going to. I'm pretty much always <laughs> late anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So uh, actually, the, the guy that did the gold plating for me, I, I've been horse trading. So I got to say thank you, Jordan. You, you've you yeah. kind of got me into a new thing, and I've been having fun with it. So I've been selling polymer 80s at gun shows, and I've been horse trading for stuff. And some of the things I've horse traded for was gold plating on the slides. And he's like, hey, when is that, that binary trigger coming out? So I, I, I've been telling him, I think, June. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I think uh, we get our final samples. I hope I get them tomorrow, but this week we'll have our final production samples. Everything's been working awesome. Um, I got to do a couple more things to make sure these final tweaks were good. And uh, we're, we're going to get it ramped up and, and cranking. So I think uh, I think we'll have plenty on our first initial run to, to fill, I hope, all the orders and even dealer orders. We have you know small dealer network that... Uh, through GS, JSD that we've been, you know, selling other parts too. So I think a lot of those guys will pick up these binary triggers. Uh, so in addition to, you know, being cautious of 80% and where they go, binary triggers are in a similar type of type of situation. Like I don't think California can have them. Um, Florida has, has weird laws there, which I still haven't read, but yeah. uh, so, I don't know if that is available, you know, possible. Sorry. So I, I've been talking to Hank, and what he yeah. does with that, uh, he works with another company that has a similar product, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. has them send him a complete firearm. because So uh, post Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, yeah. what, what the law says is you cannot put an enhanced trigger in a firearm. But if it comes with one. But right. if it comes with one. You're okay. So if, if I... If if somebody happened to send me a binary trigger, I wouldn't put it in a gun that I already had another trigger yeah, in it. That makes sense. I would 3D print or whatever a complete new one and right. put it in that. So I – and again, nobody's tested the law. That, that's yeah. the uh, – you know, you don't want to be the first one. Right. To, right. You don't want to be Heller. Yeah. A, de- yeah. a dick wants to be dick, though. <laughs> That dude, he loved to sue the government. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, he's a little older, isn't he, too? I mean, if I was oh, yeah. Know, yeah. kind of on the back end of things, maybe I'd be a little bit more aggressive in that arena. But no, I, I do, do I, I know Dick. And if he was 20, you know, he, would, he would. Can he, I cut that? I want to. Can you say that over again? If I, if I was 20, he <laughs> yeah. would. Yeah, I, I guarantee you he would do the same exact thing. Yeah, well, that's good. We need people like Dick. Yeah, he works for uh, GOA. Uh, Stephen Williford just started working for GOA too. I gotta get. Wait, I, I gotta get you, hook you up with him, Rich, so you can book him on the show. Just keep yeah, on forgetting. Cool. So, Jordan, are you going to do a pre-release of the triggers so all of us YouTubers can make videos and then release them on the same day the trigger is officially available? No, yeah, only me. Yeah, so Crump will get first crack at it for several weeks. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> that's kind of my plan because um, I think we can make these in mass pretty quickly. Um, the the slowest part is going to be assembly because we have to assemble a couple of different parts uh, to make it work or whatever. But uh, you know, I, I think we can probably get some uh, media kits out. You know, for the first run a week or two on that, get some videos up, and then take some pre sales at the same time, and then start shipping. I don't want to put any pre-sales up. We, we get caught every time we do a pre-sale that something happens and it delays, and delays it. Yeah. Oh. Every time I've never done a pre-release that that hasn't happened for. So we're going to wait till we actually have product in. I'm going to do a, you know, probably a week or two of kind of like introductory pricing, um, get some videos going and, and then, uh, you know, start shipping out pretty soon after that. So, you know, the first week or two, maybe be, be some discounts and then, you're going to be one ninety nine, uh, you know, normal normal price. Yeah, I I cannot wait to uh, get one to uh, try out, and when I do try it out, it's going to be not just me. <laughs> it's going to be uh, Jay the Shooter, and um, like a Mister Wilkes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they're a big. They're having a big shoot with a bunch of people on this weekend. What? What weekend? This weekend? This weekend? Yeah, it's like a private shoot. Jay the shooter oh, organized okay. it. 
but I will not be able to go. I'll be uh, in Easter weekend. I'll, I'll be in the New York location. Oh, for the weekend. Yeah, Pink has got to shoot this last last week or week before. We had a kind of a JSD training session with him shooting pistols and. Uh, we were trying to get, I, I had a friend of mine that's a professional photographer and he does different things and Hey, why don't we plan to do this? We'll be at a range. Pincus will be there. So hopefully nobody gets shot and we all know, you know, generally what we're supposed to be doing. And, uh, it just, it's not quite ready yet, but we just got a couple of videos. So we'll have to do that again, but yeah, Rob had fun. Yeah. I got to shoot the, uh, like a, like a very early prototype yeah. of it. Yeah. So what's the difference between the prototype and the one now? Um, so yeah, you got the, like kind of the second run prototype for, you know, just from proof of concept to then what you shot and then Pincus got to shoot kind of the next generation after what you did, uh, John. And then the final one, I should have all the parts. We've tested them individually as they've been produced. Uh, I should have everything together the next day or two. Um, so the one you shot was kind of all hand fitted. Um, there was some 3d printed metal parts that absolutely are out of spec so with a dremel and a file and a and a you know grinder we, we made it all work um and then pincus's was a little bit more uh more refined but still some of the hand hand done metal parts this new one we're actually 3d printing these parts in metal some of them uh the spec is dead on and um what we're we're ready to go i just i want to test every single part that's going to be in a kit at the same time in the same gun, take it out, put it into another gun, do it with different frames, different slides, make sure everything's mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we'll release it. But, um, you know, it, it's looking like everything's, everything's ready to go. Uh, MP5 binary. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely do it. There's some patents we got to look at though, to make sure that, uh, you know, we don't want to violate patents. I, I know that, you know, some other companies have some stuff out, and uh, so our patent lawyers looking at it. We're patent pending on our trigger for the Glock right now, so um, so we can release that and go for that uh, once we get uh, once we get it finalized. Um, what else? Somebody else said something too. I wanted to address. He realized he was on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like the camera though. For one call car fast. Uh, no tattoo tat wants to know if you're going to, if you're going to be doing a release bolt or anything for a PCC. Yeah. So, um, Aves rails is doing a CZ scorpion bolt. So, um, we had looked at producing it, but, uh, it's kind of, we just didn't have the machine time at the time. So he's doing it. So we'll just end up buying from him and, and, you know, reselling those, those parts. Um, so other than that, I, I don't know what else, what other parts you'd be looking for, but, uh, you know, we're always, we're always looking to add more product. I saw snow, Mr. Snow makes asked when we're going to have a MUP one binary. That one's kind of tricky. That was going to be the next one we were going to do. Um, I, I got two buddies that are the engineers on this pro these projects. And, uh, so we started looking at that and it's, it's something I want to do. It's just a matter of trying to figure out how to cram more little parts into an already small space. Um, oh yeah. Rings and all that crap going on. So, um, We'd like to do you it. You need I, to get Mr. Wilkson on that. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah, so he's Dude. the guy that... Math um, scientist, man. Math yeah, he scientist. made the Deagle uh, full auto, and he made a full oh, auto okay. FN57. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that video of that, at least. I don't know if it was him. Yeah, him. yeah. yeah those I'm guys sure. live... Yeah, that is the only ones. Those guys live, like, literally, like, five minutes from me. The, the property is five minutes away from me the where they shoot on. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, we should get connected. Yeah, I mean, I can do that. Uh, is there a pre-order for average customers, or is there going to be an email notice first come first thing? Yeah. So we put it on jsdsupply.com, and um, I don't know exactly how we have it labeled, but anyway, it's on there. PR triggers. It stands for pull release triggers because somebody else has a pretty weak trademark on a different name for that style of trigger. So PR triggers is the brand uh it'll be prtriggers.com as well but we've not released that website yet we're still building it so everything will be retailed through jsdsupply.com and then you know our network of dealers will have them as well so but yeah there's a sign up there it looks like the product's just out of stock but that's how we have to have it um so you can sign up to get on the on the email list there 
Yeah, I'll I'll throw it up here so everyone can see it. Uh, it's uh, dude. I'll pay full price for it. I don't care. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so that's and that's not the trigger. That's just the stock image of of our lower parts kit. Um, because when I put the product on, we didn't have our patent uh, paperwork submitted. So once we get everything finally finished production wise i'll throw up some more stuff yeah there you go so if you guys are wondering where to get that from that's going to be exciting um what's the trigger pull on that it's pretty heavy it's not as heavy as the one you shot the one you shot was disgustingly heavy um this one i think we're getting right around five pounds or so um if you put a three and a half pound connector into it it really really smooths it out um, I got to see, I, I know that our current connectors function, you know, pretty much every time the three and a half pound connectors, we start getting into lighter connectors. You're going to see some issues occasionally with, you know, different spring rates of, of other components. So I, I don't want to release them with that yet. Um, cause I don't want to have to figure out on the fly why it's, why it's not working for a customer. I'd rather, I'd rather it work and kind of feel a little heavy than for it to feel awesome and not work for everybody. So that's kind of where mm-hmm. I stand at the moment. If you want to throw a three and a half pound connector in there, it, it works great. Uh, but you may have to do some adjustments, which, you know, isn't that hard. It's just, if, if you don't know what you're doing, then you don't know what you're doing. So, um, you know, I'd rather them work out of the box. Yeah. Um, I just got back. What do you think of the grandfather exception for AR upper receiver classifications mean on page six? It says if disassembled or partially complete, it loses its grandfather connection. I, I did see really? that, but, but later on it, it says that only one part of a firearm has to be serialized. Mm-hmm. So but I don't are, are going to with you know be grandfathered in so like and they call out the ar-15 as being an example of that so i mean right, right now no one's 100 percent sure until this goes into effect right so i guess the question is when is the first lawsuit going to hit and does it have to wait 120 days for it to hit or could it no it's going to hit before okay so here's a question i had earlier today thinking just to myself uh you know this rule that they put out is that the text of the rule that it's going to be? Because there's a lot of comment and back and forth. Are they going to yeah. leave that in the document? Or is yeah, it okay, okay. When, whenever they do a new rule, uh, the the back and forth is always uh, included in what gets published to the register. What, what you saw is what's going to get published to the register. Okay. You can go back and look at the bump stock rolling in, on the National Register, and uh, that is on there as well. So the actual rule itself will be more concise. Well, probably what they put on the what they actually publish on the um, on the the ATF site will be more concise, but the official yeah. rule is going to have all that. Um, yeah, that's it's. There's a couple of phrases that come to mind, but they're not politically or family friendly. Uh, don't put your junk in crazy would be the G-rated version of it. Uh, it it's I've always tried to like, well, if they do this, I'm like, wait, I'm trying to think with logical people, rational people. No, these are crazy yeah. people. Right. So, yeah, anything's up for grabs because people people ask me, I'm like, I'm not crazy. I can't tell you. Yeah. (laughs) If I was crazy, I'd have a better, you know, better answer. Yeah, the that, but everything you saw, all the comments and everything, are um, those will go into the register. So that's interesting. They they have to respond to the comments. It's yeah. It's just kind of the way it is, you know. Bob the says bumps. the actual rule is at the end around page 291. I must have skipped that. That's where it starts. I think he's saying a lot of it was comments. Kind of in the middle. Yeah. But, uh, 
it's it really is just a horrific conglomeration of confusing crap right and that's what's really confusing to me is because I, my first time I read it, I didn't understand the layout. It doesn't say here are the comments with our responses. So I'm reading right. it. I'm reading this like this is crazy. I can't believe this is what they're saying. How is this part of this law? And then I see a response. And then finally I put it together. Somebody told me, Bob probably told me that that's what they were. So, so then rereading some of it, it's a little bit easier to understand that, okay, this is what these crazy people wrote in the comment. Here's their mm-hmm. response to crazy with – equally crazy things, but, um, you know, at least you kind of get an idea of, of, uh, what's going on at, you know, yeah. to some extent. I yeah. Guess. Let me, sh- let me show you, I'm going to show everyone out here. If I pulled up the bump stock rule from the national register, we just go ahead and kill this. Uh, I'll show you what that looks like here. Okay. So this is the bump stock rule. So like, you know, this is saying like, he violates the ninth and tenth amendment, and this is the response here. Yeah, lack of statutory, and here's the response. So this is the uh, official rule that's posted to the National Registry. You can see like the back and forth there. Yeah. So that was just uh, to show people. That's that's the way. If you if you're not used to like reading through these things, that can be kind of confusing. Well, yeah, super confusing. It, it, I, I'm not sure. You know, to compare contrast government agencies. What's funny is in in the ATF has the eighty percent rule, which there is no such thing. It never existed. Right. Likewise, in aviation, the FAA they claim the fifty one percent rule about you have to build fifty one percent of your airplane. Again, that rule never existed. But at least there's books published. Uh, there's two books published. Other people put them both together. One is the Federal Aviation Regulations. The other is the Airman's Information Manual. Together, they call them the FARAIM. And that has every stinking regulation. It's phone book sized. For anybody that doesn't know what a phone book is, Google it. Um, <laughs> the, and it has every stinking regulation known to man. And it, believe it or not, it's not it's kind of legalese, but it's not crazy when you read these things. Two eighty you have a good comedy says I think they wrote it where you don't know the rule until they arrest you for supposedly yes. breaking it. Yes. Or is it yes. just to scare everyone into getting out of guns, which is their goal. I think it might be and, and that's what Fudbusters yeah. basically said is you know, once they arrest you, then they'll figure out what it means. Well, right. you know what I, you know, they make it, uh, I'm going to have so much issue for this word, it always does. They make it ambiguous, I got it, on purpose, so therefore they can use Chevron to decide what right. it means at the time. Chevron deference, if you don't know what it means, look it up. It was never supposed to mean, never supposed to apply to criminal statutes, but yet the ATF has decided they're going to break with, uh, tradition in the courts and use it for criminal statutes right and and something else i was on uh, the road banshee before i got on here with you guys some of some of the things we talked about too is i i think all sides both sides of the aisle or however you want to explain it and every united states citizen needs to be uh you know disgusted with this rule change process biden yes. said that congress isn't going to do anything Okay, so that's the will of the people. Right, right. Congress is our, you know, they're yeah, our representative. So if the vast majority of people and their congressmen say, yeah, this is the law that we want, that's what we have to go with. But he clearly states, and they understand the will of the people is not this rule. Congress will not act on it. That's our representation. So he's one man that gets to go out and create and reinterpret laws that we've already had. What do they so, call that? Uh, t- tyranny, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I was explaining to my daughters last night, we we're kind of driving around and, uh, you know, I said part of part of uh, being mature in, in life is realizing that the outcome you want, you know, it's almost as important on how you get there as the outcome. So if you had to lie, cheat and steal, you know, if you want a million dollars, if the goal is to make a million dollars and you rob a bank, is that something that you should do? You get the million dollars, you've succeeded. But the way you got there was immoral, illegal, all Mm -hmm. all of those things. So you really have to be concerned with the fact that our government, no matter what side you're on, 
is taking these radical steps and just creating their own their own law. So that that needs to be addressed. And, and I think we win this not even based on the firearms portion of it. I think we win this based on other legal things. And I'm not smart enough to know what those are. But there's there's plenty of things that have to be going on right now that aren't legal uh, for them to do. So I'm hoping that a judge or multiple judges give an injunction and um, you know really let us just kind of continue. Uh, with the status quo right now and and uh, sort it out and ultimately get struck down. But it's hard to say. I I, I don't know. You can never know All what the courts do. Yeah. You can never know. what Anybody who says, oh, this is a stand dunk or this is that's no. never the no, case. No, you, you have activist judges, and uh, yeah. unfortunately a lot of them are activists in the wrong way. Right. Um, I'd rather they be activists in the constitutional way. Well, that, hey, this right. is what the Constitution says. Well, well, not and, well. Not only that, but sometimes you, this judge is really, really good on it. You know, he's a Republican. Blah blah blah. He's going to strike down Obamacare. Oh hell no! And then what happened? You know, right. So I mean, I think that's one of the things that we have to keep in mind that we might not get what what we want. What we got to do is set ourselves up to succeed. In the place that we're most likely to succeed at, or you know, with the case that we're most likely to succeed, uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, Olson um, have sued uh, for uh, bump stocks over Chevron because that's most likely to succeed on right. Chevron on abuse right. of Chevron, and then if it does succeed on abuse of Chevron, you know, it's going to have a trickle down effect that's going to you know, wipe out these rules. Right. Yes. That's huge too. The, the bump stock thing. And and like we said from, from the beginning of that fiasco, it's not ending with bump stocks. And, and here we are now with, with home built firearms that, you know, have been around uh, since before this country existed and in a, in a long held tradition. So, and it's not going to stop there either. They get this Biden already said he wants to ban assault weapons. I did it once. I'll do it again. You know, standard capacity magazines. He he wants to get rid of those, and then it's going to go into to uh, you know long range sniper military weapons. But, you know, a thirty out six can go through uh, armor. You know, uh, bulletproof vests and armor, and you know, it's, it's yeah, yeah. They're going to use this to to further the agenda. And slingshots are already illegal in New York, so <laughs> that is true. That's why they can't do the one of the the one of the Cub Scout things when they shoot slingshots. They don't do that up in New York. How awful! Okay, you can't shoot a target with dog food with a slingshot because that's too dangerous. Unbelievable! You guys might think I'm kidding, but no. So I I actually bought my first slingshot. So I I would frequently go there. There was probably a decade or two where I went to every Oshkosh Air Venture, which is the last week in July every year. And so a bunch of us pilots would jump in a plane and fly to Wisconsin. And it's like, you know, you go around the stores there and it's like, oh, my God, slingshots. So we all bought slingshots and brought them home. (laughs) Yeah. Because in Wisconsin, you can have that kind of evil. Yeah, yeah, slingshots. You know, the iron pipeline of slingshots going into New York. Yeah. Yeah. You rob a bank with the slingshot. <laughs> See, they're going to be like, what are, you, what are you, Huck Finn? Speaking of the iron pipeline, uh, did anybody see the report maybe yesterday that uh, a group of, I think it was 13 individuals bought firearms from, from an FFL, from a store mm-hmm. in the South Atlanta area, I think it said, and brought them into the city of Philadelphia and distributed them however they did that and committed crimes with them. Now, every one of those guns, 400 of them, okay? Every single one of those guns had a serial number on it. Every single yep. one. And it sounded to me as if every single one was bought at a store. So nothing illegal happened at the time of purchase. Why serial numbers are supposed to stop all of that? Yes. So I, I don't know how that that got through. And the city of Philadelphia, which has all kinds of violent acts, uh, you know, as it is, and supposedly the ghost guns are, are the thing that's fueling this. Mm-hmm. Well, they just caught one single group with four hundred firearms. Well, so. yeah. Well, my team, the Washington Capitals, did a violent act against the Philadelphia Flyers last night by beating them by by nine to one. 
Holy cow. Nine to one. Yeah, that, that's, that's insane. Like, like, you know how hard it is to score nine goals in, yeah. in, the, NA, in the NHL? It, uh, yeah. it hasn't happened this season. There's been a few thousand games, and it happened. happened, happened. Yeah. <laughs> None well, of them I, got. I'm going to put a piece of metal in every gun I print with a serial number on it. There you go. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, yeah, just like the I, I did a video on that with the guy with the gas mask uh, and, and the gun. You just need a Bernie Gets on every subway car. No, no, they they do that that shot the people on the subway with yeah. the, with the Glock seventeen with the seventeen yeah. round mags who who's also mentally adjudicated. Right, and the FBI was watching him and published information on him. What Friday? Yeah. Wow. That he was, you know had all sorts of issues. No, well, Bernie Getz was the subway vigilante. I don't know if that was the 80s. 80s. And uh, he was some, I, I hate to say, some guy that looks like he needed to be picked on. Maybe that's the best way to put it. And some people were going to rob him again, and he ventilated every one of them. Yeah, he was uh, like everything Death Wish of Bernie Getz, basically. Um. Yeah, and it, it's it's a shame that it. I'll, I'll close on this. You probably heard me say this before. If you're a regular watcher, the New York gun laws are based on Sullivan. Sullivan, who had syphilis and was part of the Tammany Hall government, a symptom of syphilis is paranoia. So he enacted very strict gun laws in New York because he was paranoid. You know, a deranged individual is what caused all of the gun. A deranged legislator is what caused all of the current gun laws in New York. All right, guys, I got to get back to work for Olson. I got a couple <laughs> calls coming in that I need to take. Um, but ready, Crumpy Jordan. Uh, thanks for jumping in with us. Yeah, yeah. I I, I want to say thank you. You can support me by going to uh, johncrump.locals.com. That is my little, or you can join below and join the uh, YouTube crew there. But or you can locals remember to go ahead and join the Discord. The Discord we have a lot of fun in. There's a lot of conversations. Every time I come back, it's like 500 pages of talk. Like things I missed, but um, yeah. So go ahead and check that out. You can follow me on Instagram at Real John Crump. Follow Rich on Instagram at uh, Flying Rich underscore Official. You can also go to Flying Rich's YouTube page at Flying Rich on YouTube. Not Fly Rich and not Flying with Rich, but Flying Rich on YouTube and check out his MySpace. And I'm gonna go. Yeah, not enough traffic there. I'm gonna kick it. Over, I'm gonna kick it over to Jordan. Pump the crump. Exactly. Hit Pump that. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to end. Let's go ahead and take a look. Oh, yes. Good thing. The subgun wins. Really? The the, the subgun won. Yeah. M- ah. There you go. That's my next gun. The uh, the MPA Masterpiece Arms. Thank God, because that's the one I really wanted. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I was gonna leave it up to my my audience, and they know me. So, thank there you guys. You guys are fam. I'm gonna kick it over to Jordan for the final word. Tell everyone where they can find you and whatever you want. Oh, by the way, use code Crump, code Crump for uh, what is it, ten dollars off from free shipping? I think so. So uh, you can use that code at jsdsupply.com. Check us out at Instagram. Help us build those numbers back up because NBC got me shut off. And Facebook, JSD Supply on Facebook. All right, there you go. Look, it was 51 to 48. Oh, I should have voted. You did not vote, so there there you go. Ah, ha, ha. All right, guys, <laughs> uh, we will be back tomorrow. Who do we have tomorrow? No, nobody yet. Nobody, okay. And I'll be on Sabar Prince in an hour. Yeah, Sabar. Oh, nice. He's a good guy. We, we were trying to find someone in St. Louis to go on, uh, like, Fox News. Yeah, did we find anybody? No, everyone everyone turned it down. It's like, dude, it's like, it's like Fox News and GOA organized it. 
So it wasn't yeah. going to be a, uh, you know, I guess they, they didn't want to put their faces out there, which is Yeah, I knew some people in St. Louis I couldn't, couldn't get anybody on. All right, uh, the, get the P320. I have a P, I got a, several P320s. I got a JSD MUP1. Yeah, I, I got three MUP ones in my collection. Dude, I got to build that thing works flawlessly, and I got an awesome slide on there from that it. That slide is cool. That's badass. Now yeah. I got to build yeah. a second P three twenty because I have the original slide, and I got some frames. I'm gonna send one. I'm gonna send one of the frames to Rich. I think, but I sent them everything else. Sorry. All right. We will see you guys later, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow, I guess, if Rich does his job, of course. Maybe. Maybe.